Hello, you, and welcome back to the Inner Minds Podcast with your host, Batman, and the Shy Guy. Now, today, we will be talking about and discussing mental health. But before we start, we want to establish that we understand and we know that people deal with mental health on a very serious level, people have serious things that they deal with on a day-to-day basis. And we're not trying to belittle or offend anyone who deals with those situations. So make sure that when you're listening to this and you're dealing with this, dealing with those situations on a serious level, we're not trying to offend you. I just want to make sure that's well established. And but oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh yeah, and one more thing. Um, I know maybe some of the information we might say and are up to par or well educated so we're not again like you said we're not trying to offend anyone we're just saying things from our point of view so please take it with a grain of salt we're just trying to give our informations out there yes and we know that people are very sensitive to like certain things nowadays you can't say too much about certain topics but we're just going on a limp over here so we're taking a leap and seeing how far we can go not in a bad way, but you know what I mean. So in regards to mental health, personally, I feel like um, everyone can, like, ha- everyone deals with mental health in, like, their own personal way. Like, say, for example, you can go to school, and let's say you go to, you move to a new area, and you're the new person at school. Either you have some level of anxiety because, like, you're, like, it's a new place. You're kind of getting used to the area. You don't know who to talk to. You don't, you don't know anybody. So, like, that's kind of, like, a level of stress in your head. Like, oh, what do I do? Do I do this? Who do I talk to? You know, a lot of things that go in your mind. And that kind of plays a role in, like, how you might interact with people, how, how your day might go. And personally for me, that's, like, an example of, like, what, like a mental health is like the main idea and that what I just said was like a detail of like what could be part of mental health. Does that make sense or is that kind of like confusing? Uh, it kind of makes sense um, because I have experienced those kind of, I have experienced those type of um, issues, especially mm-hmm. like being a new kid in the block. Like, yeah, it's because again, you live in a different place, coming to a new place and that's a lot of stress in your part because you have to learn, you have to get used to new things again, and that can build up anxiety, you can build up um, stress, you can build up a lot, a lot of different things that can break your person down, you know, that can lead you into like this realm, like, like a realm of, um, of um, silentness or like a, what's this word, uh, um, introvert, introvert, it can make you into an introvert, so yeah. And I guess I can lead into like different type of mental health. And at face value, when we look at when we think about mental health, or it's like brought up in conversations, usually we just think about like people who are like, what's the word prescribed with it? Like, what's what's the professional people? 
people word that people use in regards to like when they talk about it? Is it prescribe or what other word do people usually use? Um, yeah, I think prescribe. Not prescribe, but I know the word you're trying to say. Um, diagnose. Yeah, diagnose, diagnose, like with those stuff. It's usually like those are the only people that are like, oh, if you, okay, if you look at, if mental health is brought up in a situation or conversation and the mind goes like, oh, they must be talking about someone who's diagnosed with like some sort of like something. But I feel like overall, there's more to it than just that. Normal people can go through mental health like stuff as well. I'm trying to like pick my words correctly so I don't offend people. So if it sounds like I'm all over the place, I apologize for that in advance. But yeah, no, um, I agree with you with that one because again, when it comes to a lot of those kind of things, people always think that you have to be diagnosed in order for you to have mental um mental health, and I find that very misleading because again not everybody out here will go that far to get themselves diagnosed or to get themselves checked some people don't have the amount of money to do that or have the amount of bravery to do that because again not everybody like to have the idea of them being in a mental situation or have the you know to or that or have that uh, mentality of oh i have something wrong with me oh i feel this type of way so they will either just hide it towards them like for instance i would say like me i've um entered our room before of feeling different type of mental um disabilities but am i do i look bad on it no you know yes i've not gone to a proper doctor to go get diagnosed but i've experienced the type of uh, um symptoms if to say so yeah, I get where you're coming from from that side. And I wanna have something else. I want it to be known that it's okay. It's okay to have those experiences and have those thoughts in your head. It's okay. Don't think that like, oh, sometimes if you have these overwhelming thoughts, like, oh my god, it just feels like a void of darkness. It's okay to have those thoughts. People have those thoughts all the time. Some people are better at coping at than others, and some people just let just take over. But whatever way that it shapes your life, it's okay. Yeah. Whatever, whatever um you're dealing with, whatever way you're coping with it, it's okay. I feel like I should be saying more than just it's okay, but I'm not the the words are not coming to me right now. But you shouldn't feel any less of yourself or more of yourself because you're dealing with something that's going on in your head. We all deal with it. It's just, I don't know. It's not coming to me. But basically, yeah. basically, never feel like it's your fault. Never feel like you owe someone an explanation or feel guilty because of how your body or your mind is reacting to things. Because I feel like that's the other thing, too, about people that have um, mental breakdowns or mental health. They usually feel like, majority way they act or like when they lose control they feel like it's their fault they feel like oh they owe everyone apology and i don't feel like that's necessary for you to go around apology apologizing to everyone you you can't sometimes control it you want to control it you want to but you can't sometimes the brain have to release that that energy out and yeah so never feel the need 
to be apologetic to someone else because of what is going on in your body and because they don't understand you. Because you are as normal as anyone else. Just because they're not breaking in front of you does not make you feel like the odd one out. Couldn't have said it any better myself. <laughs> well, when, yeah. I, when, I, when I thought about this, I wanted to say like more, but like my brain is like not giving me the information that I'm trying to access on the level that I'm trying to like expedite. Oh my goodness. It's no, like, I know what you mean. I feel like it's because, again, <laughs> my, my brain is set into, oh, don't say the wrong thing because if you say the wrong thing, it might end up looking bad on us or uh, people might just take it as we're trying to attack those people. Like, I feel you. That's how it feels so, to me right now, too. Yeah. That's what I got. Because usually I'm just, I'll say anything, but like, I'll just start talking. I wouldn't care what's coming up. But like, this, in this kind of topic, I care deeply about it because I know, me personally, I deal with a lot of like internal things because I'm introvert. And a lot of those things go inside my head. Just overall. Oh my goodness, man. It's like so much. It's just express so yourself. Mu- it's, express that's, the thing. It. That's, the, that's the thing about this thing. It's not something that could be put into words a lot of the time. It's more of like you genuinely feel like this. Again. It's just a, something can't be explained. Again. This is why we're called inner minds. We have to pick every little side of it even if it doesn't make sense we just have to like say it out there it's not about it making sense it's just the way that it's going to be conveyed into words that will be understood not just about making sense but making sure what i'm what's going on in my head and the way i'm saying it comes makes sense in my head and it makes sense when i say it outside i feel like um the people understand how you're trying to, you know, bring it out, mm-hmm. you know, because I understand you at times when you're trying to say things, even though you can properly put it out there, I can still, you know, get us some pieces of what you're trying to, you know, say. So I said, just, just go with it, you know. Hmm. Well, I think you should ask me a question. So we can go from there so I can have like some sort of like basis of like where I should go. Okay. Um, okay. What are some forms of, um, some type of forms of mental health have you encountered in your life so far? Um, that have, or some things that have triggered some type of, you know, men- mental health in your life? Girls. Mm, I, feel, okay. I feel like, I feel like for me personally, I know, like some people, are like oh, it's girls are just girls, man. But for me, like it's it's a very strange encounter interacting with girls, cause like, you know, at some point you gotta find a wife to marry, like stuff like that, and like mm-hmm. start a family with. And mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes I can talk to a female, and it'll be it'll be cool, like we cool, we vibe, we chat music, playing video games or whatever. It's rare to find those, but sometimes you find a cool person. But majority of the time, either girls are like strictly into makeup or like they're bougie, they just want money and stuff like that. And more often times, they don't have a, they can't hold a conversation and they're fucking boring. And 
I don't know how to deal with people like that. Like, you see someone that you like, and then you're like, oh my gosh, what do I say to her? Da-da-da. What if I say it like this? And over time, the more and more and more and more and more and more and more you deal with situations like that. I'm not a hoe, relax. But the more and more situations you go like that, you start developing like, oh my gosh, this is ending up the same way, same way, same way. And it just gives you like a perspective like, oh, can I really talk to females? Or is this like not working out for me? Because you get the same results every time. And you just think like, I guess the, the, the women people, the women people, LOL, are not going to like want to talk to me. And it, it's just, I don't know. It's stressful sometimes. So I understand what you're trying. I think, okay, so basically I get what you're trying to come from. Basically, um, stress of overthinking, stress and overthinking, you know, which, again, play a very, very big role in those kind of topics, especially the one you just entangled right now, (laughs) women. And I feel how you feel right now because a lot of times, yeah, you'll find that one good person you have that good conversation with and everything like that. But at the same time, for you to actually be like, are you really the one I want to be with? Are you really the one I really want to go through with? It's sometimes difficult, you know what I mean? Because, again, you have to, like, understand them and try to, like, sometimes, again, sometimes us men, sometimes we overthink things too much, which sometimes can make us lead to just saying, fuck it. And, and and just throw the things away because it's just like, well, I liked her. We talked, but at the same time, it was not thing connecting because again, sometimes again, females want us to continue the conversation. They don't want to like throw some words out there, which is some females do that. Again, it's annoying and it's fucking stupid, but hey, but once you find the right one that actually give you the same connection, sometimes you don't know how to properly attack it. Like, oh damn, should I ask her or not? You know, what I mean, it go back and forth, and that makes that play a very big role in like confusion, and you know, and being exact and being um, anxiety of asking that person out or not. If you if it's the right move to do or the wrong move, what if you break a friendship? What if you end up losing that person because that person end up finding that you actually have a different feelings for them? You know what I mean? So I guess I understand where you're coming from from that side. Yes, and another thing that plays a role in that mixed signals oh my goodness man like yes that shit is so annoying bruh like communicate if you're okay let's say you're a kid that's that's whatever that's that's play stuff but like if you're an adult that's a whole different level because you know when you're like elementary school middle school high school that's like not really serious maybe it is but like I've seen middle school stuff like that because, you know, people date those stuff. And, but as an adult, if there's like a mutual agreement, if I see you using me and I'm like kind of exhibiting some sort of like likingness towards you and then we're like talking, having a good conversation and then I'm like, I'm expressing some sort of feeling towards you and then you can mix signals. Bro, just be straight up. Hey, it's, it's okay if you hurt my feelings. I don't really care. I'd rather you be honest with me rather than making me think that you don't like me. I'd rather you just tell me so I don't have to, like, assume that you don't. Just tell me, hey, I don't like you or, like, I don't feel about you the same way you do. Just that. And that would solve so many issues because 
when I'm doing situations, I'm saying if I like a girl and she's just leading me on, you know how stressful that is? But also, we have to think about ghost perspectives as well. Sometimes guys can be fuckboys. They just want to fuck. And if a girl deals with that situation over and over again, she might develop this psyche of like, oh, all guys are the same. Because you know the, the narrative, niggas ain't shit. Men ain't shit. And if you look at the girl's perspective, if she deals with that over and over again, she might think that all guys are the same. If you, but that's not a justified perspective because you can't look at things one way. One, um, what's the word? One bad situation isn't justified for a whole big picture. Okay. My mind is on blank. I thought I just said all that. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I um I understand where you're coming from that side. Um, especially when it comes to like leading on people, and I feel like um nowadays a lot of people do that, and again that can feel that can really damage someone, not like too deeply, but still mess with their emotion because that person might be looking at things like, oh, it's working, it's going somewhere, but again it's not, you know, and I feel like it plays in both sides, males and females sometimes. And male, yeah, I want something like, again, like fuckboys. And that's the thing about this error. It's about fuckboys and girls want to have um, hot girl summer or something like that. You know, it's the mentality of like playing each other or, or having side side pieces or whatever. Um, but majority of the time, a girl just want a friend and men might take that the wrong way. And again, miscommunication. And that all can just build a whole negative energy that just makes you feel like why even try and you know can make you just feel this depression like damn is it me or 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 what is it me am i am i just a loser when it comes to trying to make a relationship with someone yeah so yeah it's like a rabbit hole in a way Yes, but let's not let's just not make the main. I'm I don't I'm sorry, Paula, for like trying to make the main focus. I don't want to make the main focus just about relationships. That's just oh, one no, 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 no. Yeah, that's just one perspective. We're not making this into like a one because again, mental health is a big different thing that go different deeply than just relationship. But again, we're just saying this is one you know scenario where we're just saying we have other things. Um, like for instance, I'm jumping into the second one right now. Um, stress. About like, like let's say you are doing homework and things like that, or like dealing with family and other things like that. Those kind of things, like like for instance, we're young teenagers. Why not? Parents are all looking up to us for for us to be better people out there, for us to be making good incomes or whatnot, for us to be um uh, um be successful in a way. And sometimes I feel like. When you have a lot of um, eyes on you, you get this fear of, of um, what's the word, dependence. Like they depend on you so much that you get overwhelmed, you get too distracted, you you lose the fun of doing things because you know you always have eyes on you. No matter what you do, you you will always have an eye on you that make you feel like whatever type of fun you do, don't do it because if you fuck up right now your whole life is done and your family is going to look at you differently. And 
I've, I've experienced that. I'm still experiencing something like that. You know, I feel, I feel like I'm in a cage where I can't really stress myself that much. I can't really like explore my route of different things I want to do because again, I have a, I have people that have goals for me already, people that have goals or people that have their own um, intention in me already. And it's frustrating and it's more annoying because it just build up stress, 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 especially when you don't actually reach those goals those people are setting for you. Then it just make you feel like a loser, um, disappointment, and make you feel like all these negative words to where it makes you feel like you are those words to the point where you accept those words for yourself. You never see nothing else but yourself as those words. And I feel like that's a negative way to look at things, especially since it's not your fault. Just because other people have um, their own opinion on you or have their own narr- narrative set for you doesn't mean you have to go through that same negative. You can change your, you can still go your path. And if those people don't like how you choose your path, oh well, at the end of the day, it's your life. Live it how you want, but don't let other people's uh, uh, intentions or narrative of how they see things choose how you choose your life. I personally feel like who who is listening to this will greatly relate to those words for notes. They're resonating with me very well. That's a lot of information to take in. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, actually, for me to continue more about that one, um, like I said again, I was going through that. And I've been... Because of the situation like that, I've been in a low point of my life where I feel like, why, why should I continue going on? Why should I always, why? because I feel like I'm a disappointment. So why continue this life? And you know, I always feel like I should just end things, you know, because I'm not, you know, meeting the goals of those people who have set them on me. And I've even decided to even try to quit everything, like say, fuck it. Because at the end of the day, it's just like, I'm not having fun with my life. There's nothing better going on because I'm trying to always please people because I'm too scared to see those people that care for me hurt, you know? And at the same time, yeah, we don't want to hurt the people that care for us. But at the same time, it's like, they don't know that they're hurting us with all this, um, with all their way of thinking and all, all, all this pressure they're putting on us. And I feel like, that's a very big way of saying, yeah, of showing mental health. Because again, sometimes you don't know how to reach out to other people. Like for me, I don't know who to reach out to when it comes to a situation like this. Because again, I came from an African home. If I go to an African person about this, they're just gonna say, eh, deal with it, it's how life is. We just have to do how people do it. Um, deal with what our people say. And yeah, people might say, go talk to a therapist or something like that. But I feel like that would still be like a waste of time because they're not gonna understand where I'm coming. They might understand where I'm coming from, but they can't, they don't have a solution for me. Or maybe the solution might be like, try to get away from that situation or try to move out. Yeah, I understand already. So I feel like sometimes therapists, yeah, they can understand things. They might just say, oh, prescribe me a medicine that might not even help, but just end up destroying me more because sometimes all I just want is the right words or like for someone to understand where I'm coming from. You don't texting? 
when I'm listening to you talk, I was thinking about how you talk about professional, I, and I could relate to that because mm-hmm. when you look at like professional therapists, help, they can help you from a professional level, but sometimes on a personal level, you want someone that will understand what you're thinking about in your head because you don't want to hear like, oh, it's okay. Can you tell me what this down there? Like basic stuff. It's more, it's more in depth, personal level of like help that you're trying, that you're seeking and that you need, not just simple like, oh, it's okay. Tell me this down there. Like, no, it's more than just that. That's what I'm getting right now. Yeah, because I can relate to that. That's that's kind of like what I look for in like a um, significant other or like someone I can like talk to. Yeah. Because I feel like most of the times, because I've I've known people that have been to therapists and all that, I don't feel like um they do much. No offense to the therapists out there, but it's just that some therapists they just sit there and just listen and pretend like they care or like have the time for you when they really don't. They're just doing it for their money and then that's it. Like let's say if you end up switching therapists later on because of I don't know reason that old therapist will never actually check up on you. They will never like say, hey, let me reach out to that person to see if that person is okay. Because they never really bond with you. They just sit there and listen to you talk about your life and they will like throw some little things there to make you think like they're listening. And then that's it. They take now, it. And, yeah. Now let's establish that sometimes, maybe there are some times where the therapist may actually not be doing that. Maybe sometimes the therapist might have a personal connection with the person and they're actually doing their job in a proficient, efficient way. So we're not knocking those. Let's just put that out there. Maybe sometimes people are actually like doing their jobs more than they have to. So we appreciate you guys as well. Let's put that out there. Um, Dang, man. I had a game plan, but this stuff's not coming together correctly. Oof, like over this is this kind of topic is like very over like I can when I'm listening to you talk right now, there's a certain level of like emotion that can be felt. Like if you're a very sensitive person, you can really feel the emotion in your words right now. Cause it, it feels like a very you're speaking from a level of experience, personal experience, and it's just I feel like I'm in your shoes right now, just taking all the words in from what you're saying. It's very deep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can go more because I can talk. Okay, one, one thing about me. Um, I have paranoia. Yeah, I've not been diagnosed with it, but I can tell for myself that I have paranoia. Again, again, because of my upbringing and things like that. Because, <laughs> well, one, I can never release. I'm too. I'm always too um, movie like. I always feel like someone is looking at me or something is looking at me, you know, due to like you being young, growing up in a place where it's always dark, growing up in a place where majority of the people always watch horror movie and that kind of mentality I've stuck in my head, you know, that something or someone is looking at me. Yeah, I've learned to control it or learn to make it feel like I can hone that, um, that little barrier even though sometimes i feel like again like heavily feel like there's things watching me and i can see them from the corner of my eyes you know given that that um 
the anxiety, you know, or, or like that feeling. And, and I don't see anything negative wrong with that, you know, because again, I can control it. And yeah, my upbringing have been really difficult, but at the same time, I don't let that break me down into, into like a, into something I'm not, you feel me? And, and yeah. Mm, my mind is listening, but like, it's not putting thoughts together or what I should respond correctly to that. But like, I get what you're saying. What, what should I, what, what am I supposed to say that will make sense clearly? Come on, brain, think. This is the burden of having so much in your head. Mm. Oh, so everything you said, would you would you say that's your whole perspective of what mental health when it's brought into when it's brought up in a conversation overall? Everything that you said, that's the basis for you, correct? Um, yeah, obviously it's the basis for a mental health is, you know, because again, mental health is it comes in very different forms, you know, mm-hmm. and it just, you don't just come in a straight line. It's like a mixture of different rhythm of things. Um, it could lead into you maybe only being out there stuck by yourself and have to grow up by yourself, or maybe have a tragic past of maybe like, um, no offense, like a rape, um, being bullied, um, being a lonely child, um, maybe having a stressful life you know it comes different form so yeah that's my definition of mental health it's not a straightforward thing it's a different rhythm of things ah man i really want to like say something but i want to make sure that we don't offend people no just say we already told the people not trying to offend them so just i know but as a guy we can't really tell because so what would you say is the best way to deal with bullying um incidents of sexual assault um all the categories that we've been discussing all over what would you say will be like say like someone's listening to this and they kind of want to have like some sort of like help like how do i deal with this? like what's the What's the best way to deal with my situation? In any of those categories, let's discuss the bullying, the sexual assault cases, the um, anxiety of like overwhelming, what's the word? Um, having that weight on your shoulders, everyone looking at you, and the other stuff we've been talking about. What would you say? How would you, how do you think? Personally, I'm going to talk about bullying because I went through a bullying situation. You know, um, can I say our friend's name? No, no, just use like the first initial of the name. All right, so D, uh, he used to bully me in high school, not high school, in middle school. And usually nowadays, kids get bullied. They like report it. Oh my gosh, bullying. No, don't do that. But the thing is, when this guy bullied me, like afterwards, we became like practically like family. That's my brother right now. And I think sometimes bullying can lead to like suicidal like things like, oh my gosh, I can't, I cannot deal with the situation of being bullied right now. Like it's very overwhelming. And some kids are literally drove into that. 
And I don't want to see that. Mm, I, can't, I can't say that. That's not, it's, not my, I, it's not my place to say that. I can't say I don't want to. But I don't want to see kids dealing with like that. that I don't want people kids to see that that is the end goal of like bullying. Sometimes you need to turn around, turn the situation around. Like sometimes perhaps that bully will be a great friend for you in the future. You never know. Just don't just look at the situation. like That's a bully and that's it. Maybe that bully's bullying you for a reason. This, that, and a third. And another thing, the, sec- the sexual assault on topic. We, as men, we can't really like say what's going on in a woman's mind because we will never know what it's like to experience that as a woman. So maybe sometimes men can be sexually assaulted from women, but we will never understand what it's like to be sexually assaulted as a woman. So we can never like speak on that fully, but we can kind of like, if we are able to think deeply, put ourselves in those situations, but we can't really understand it on the level of women. Now, Patrick D, oh, that Pat man. Can you kind of tell people your perspective on this? Um, all right. First of all, I'm sorry for if you guys are, are hearing any type of background noise. It's my little sisters. But yeah. And when it comes to bullying, I understand where um, shy guys coming from. First of all, um, there's two sides of bullying. Some could be positive, some could be negative. And usually sometimes people sit in a more negative light. And I understand why, because sometimes some bully, bullying, um, bullying can lead into like suicide, maybe depression, maybe um, form of um, making that kid feel like their their self worth is less. And sometimes bullying is right for the right reason. Sometimes it is to make someone become a better person or to help build someone's um, self esteem up. So when it comes to like um, that topic, like bullying. Sometimes you gotta look at it in a grain of salt. Yes, yeah, sometimes it can be very detrimental to someone, but sometimes it can be really uplifting to someone. So that's why, um, for me too, because I feel like when I was younger too, I was bullied in a way. But for me, I'm so <laughs> straightforward on now. Now I'm hiding. I don't see it as bully. I might just say that's a joke, full way. Um, but at the same time, I have been bullied in my life too, lifetime too. But when it comes to um, sexual assault and stuff like that, I'm speaking as a, from a man perspective. Uh, from a man um, perspective, yes, I've, so I've been told by so many people um, that I've known that they have um, been sexual arrest, sexual arrest, even from males, uh, and that's a tragic thing because sometimes when you tell other people like damn, I've been in that situation, it's very hard for people to believe you, especially if it's around the family or if it's someone close to you that you know. It's very hard for you to, like, put it out there because you would think no one will believe you. Or even if they believe you, they won't do nothing about that. And usually sometimes that can really hurt a person deeply because when you try to go to people you think that can help you and really don't really do the much help, it breaks someone down. It makes them look like no one cares about them. It makes them feel like it's the point of even living because at the end of the day, you're hurting in a very terrible way and no one is helping you. And or sometimes you hide it away from the people that might help you because of fear of hurting the person that hurt you 
of making them look bad in front of the in front of family members. And I what I have to say about that is that it doesn't matter who that person is to you. If that person was an uncle, aunt, or anything, report that person. Report it. Because I, I know it's gonna be hard for you to do. By the end of the day, it's gonna be really more hard on you when down in the run down the line you're still getting flashbacks or still getting PTSD for this for this type of um event that happened because you were you were taking advantage of when you least have step uh, expected. You're taking advantage of, of someone you really think were family. And that and that in its own is very degrading for anyone. And for you, so so don't be feeling don't feel any type of way when you battle like tell on them, call the cops on them. It doesn't matter. Explain to them what happened. If you want, go take a a, a rape test because at the end of the day, that can prove to you that yes, you have been taken advantage of. And again, it's a very serious topic. So I don't want to go too much into it because because it's again it's too much of it's too much and I can't form the words right now because I'll end up getting mad. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, as guys, we can't we can't really under we can't really put too much into those like in that category of like in regards to like mental issues and stuff like that. And because I, we're not women, we're not women. We we will never understand what it's like to do with those kind of things. But we yeah. we want to know, we want to establish that we know that you sometimes women deal with those things and kind of that can form a perspective on some guys sometimes makes them afraid to talk to people sometimes. We understand that, and that's okay. But also, let it be known that not everyone is like that. Because sometimes when you deal with um, those kind of situations over and over and over again, you develop this perspective on everyone, and you think everyone would be the same. Because after a while, when you deal with the same situation over again, you think that, okay, if I'm dealing with this all the time, then maybe this will be the same thing every time. And that may be correct in some instances, but sometimes th- that's kind of biased. I'm not, I'm not belittling your perspective. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be cautious about people. That's already given. You should be cautious about everyone. But when there's someone with good intentions with your life and they actually want to like, because sometimes at face value, someone might give you good intentions. And then at first they might give you good intentions. And then after a while, they might turn to bad. And that's kind of like how you, how it, most of your situations might turn out. But genuinely, you can feel if someone's actually doing something good for you and they're trying to have a good impact on your life. So when you feel that and you don't feel like there's nothing wrong with the situation, don't try to like push them away and put them in the same bag that you put everyone else in. And try to establish that like bond with that person or like, because people can be friends. Not everything has to be like, oh, if a girl and a boy interact, it's only for a relationship. No, people can be friends. But yeah, I don't know where I went with that, but hopefully that makes sense to someone. Um, I think what he's trying to say is like, don't be too scared to look out, to like to reach out to other people. Um, because not everybody have a bad intention and some people actually sit down and listen to what you have to say, even 
at first, if they don't believe you, they'll end up believing you because again, those are really serious things. Um, th those are really serious things that most people sometimes try to like ignore. And when you, and when you always get people ignoring you, you get this sense of um, neglect, like no one will care for you, and that will make you keep things inside, bottle things inside, which again will create a big mental breakdown later on in the future or make you get scared of people touching you or people reaching close to you. So don't be afraid to reach out to people who are not close to you because some people will help you, but at the same time, be cautious of who you reach out to. Just be mindful because some people might pull in, might um, put out their hands, but later on might snatch you away. So what I'm trying to say is, again, don't be too scared to reach out to people, but at the same time, always be conscious of who you reach out to. And also know you can make friends out of people who are like strangers who can who are who's trying to help you out. I hope that makes sense in a way I'm trying to say. But yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um I wanna say oh my gosh, my mind is just going all over the place right now. I was gonna go pick back on what you were saying about certain help that you need and stuff like that and maybe for me i have these sometimes i want to talk to someone but sometimes i don't know who i can like reach out to because i don't know if they will understand what i'm trying to say from my in my head because sometimes you can have something in your head and then you say it and you're kind of like, you want some type of feedback or like some kind of interaction with a person, but like they're not interacting with you like on the level that you need to be interacted with. Mm -hmm. And you're not really getting the help that you actually need in that moment. And that kind of like uh, throws you off. It's like, fuck, who can I really talk to about this situation? Because people won't understand it the way I'm trying to make it understood. That's what I was trying to say earlier. Oh. Uh, yeah, I understand where you're trying to come from. Because again, that's the thing too. That's a fear too of people like that um, standard like, oh, that person will never understand where I'm coming from or understand my situation. And you're not wrong because again, that is your situation. That's your thinking. That's your um, your experience. So a person cannot deeply understand everything you say, but Again, they will try to get some ideas of how to understand it or how to approach this kind of situations that you're trying to uh, um, throw out there. Because like, that's a negative nar narrative again. Um, just because you put out you know, your um, your thought out there of, oh, try to explain to someone something heavy, don't automatically, automatically think they're going to understand you. Don't think like just like that you're going to understand everything you're saying some people have to like cope with it or some or try to grasp everything before they say something so don't just think that oh just because you say something to someone that oh and they say something you don't want to hear doesn't mean they don't understand you you know some people have different ways of taking information in and i've experienced that too because i have this problem trying to express myself to people and it makes me not even want to do that because I feel like people never understand me, even though sometimes they be like, it's um, they're comfortable with me. They want me to express myself. I've used to the fact now, I've used so much to the fact 
of not expressing myself that I owe things in deeply to where I'm just saying, eh, it's okay, I'll just keep it to myself. And that's a wrong way to see things because, again, that's building in a lot of negative energy that one day when you release everything out, it's going to look like a whole mess that when that one person try to take it all in, they don't know where to start from because you're just throwing information information. So don't be scared to actually, you know, let it out and let the person receive them in a more calm way. I don't know. My mind is like challenging that. I don't know why. Like my mind is like, mm. no, no, you know, like, explain why. Like, I don't know. Like, Yes, you should express yourself, but sometimes when you unload all that, all when you begin to uh, la, 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 when you begin to upload, unload, upload, upload, unload all that baggage onto someone, I feel like you personally you'll feel that this person can handle it because you've been holding it back. So when you decide to actually like unload it. I feel like it's okay to like let it all loose, and they, even though it's messy, if that if you feel like that person on the same level, if the fact that you're actually up unloading it, you think this person will be able to understand understand what you're saying. So it's okay that you're able to unload it, even if it's messy. The person will be able to see through your mess and see exactly what you're saying. Um, okay, that side too. Let me let me clarify that a little bit. Usually, yeah, sometimes when you unload a lot of things on a on on a person. They get overwhelmed and sometimes they be distant. And again, that's an unfair for people. I'm not saying like unload everything at once because again, that's like doing a book at someone. If it's like a big book, like a Harry Potter book, they're not about to read the whole book in one day. So I'm just saying like pick certain, you know, like let's say if you're in a relationship with someone or have a good, good friendship with someone and you really want that person to understand why sometimes you have a breakdown or why sometimes you act a different way or why sometimes you're distant try to like pick little by little how you want to say those things or or like in times when to say things you know i'm not saying like to go throw it all out there you know just pick the right time to just say one thing at a time basically and uh, another topic that i want to pick on before our time is up sexuality whether it's like you're straight gay lesbian transgender um pansexual and the other categories that i don't know right now it does not matter what your sexuality is because sometimes you can feel like oh if my sexuality is something other than straight people will judge you people are going to judge you regardless but you should not care about what people say to you. Whether people have like, oh, if you do that, you're not just that. Because, you know, typically um, a lot of pe- certain people have problems. If you have a, a, certain, a certain sexuality outside of the straight spectrum, they'll look at you a certain way. And I want to tell you that it's okay to be you. Love is love, no matter how you have it. Unless animals, that's just weird, man. No, 
But yeah. Yeah, let me say something too about that. Uh, usually, yeah, I, we are not really in that room, but uh, we just want to say a little, you know, two cents in it. Don't people? Okay, right now it's twenty twenty. Everybody's coming out, which is really beautiful, you know, because again, I I have a little siblings, not siblings, but cousins and stuff that are usually coming out too, and I accept them, you know, because everyone is everyone. You're who you are. I'm not a judgmental person. So when people want to come out, I'm like, go for it. Even though I came from an African background who don't accept that type of, that type of thing because they think it's witchcraft or think you're mentally breaking in the head, which is stupid, which is a stupid way of seeing things or seeing people because at the end of the day, God loves all of us, you know? So if you're a person who want to come out and is being held back because of how people might think you are, um, or all the negativity thoughts people might throw at you, don't be. Be free. Let your birds, let your wings be flat. Let your wings fly. Basically, let it flap. Be who you are. If your people don't want to accept you, hey, um, just move out, or, or something like that. But don't be too scared to express yourself as who you want to be. We're in this world, we don't, we don't live in this world for too long. We don't come here and live every life. We live one life. So express that life however you want to live it. And at the end of the day, you are who you are. Your regrets are your regrets. Don't worry about the little details of how other people see things because that would just build a big mental breakdown and a mental broccoli in your head. And none of that is helpful for anyone. You know, that's all I that was. That was beautifully said, Batman. Thank you. Thank you. Even though this was very all over the place, I feel like we've made some good points and we've given some good insight on certain things. Yeah. And I hope that whoever's listening to this, whatever they're dealing with, they can take something away from this. I hope I hope despite even though some some things might have been misinformed or like unclear at some points or it's like a bit messy, I hope that we're able to like lift that person up and say give them the hope that they need to hear and whatever they're going through that it's going to be okay and they shouldn't like feel overwhelmed that situation and feel like they're alone you're not alone everyone deals with situations that you're dealing with everyone deals with it differently but at the end of the day whatever you if you if you don't take away if you're not if you're not taking away anything else, or this might be confusing at some point. The one thing I want you to take away from this right now, right here in this moment, no matter what you're dealing with, you are not alone. Yes, you are not alone. And I feel like this is a topic we're gonna talk about again in the future, but more with like someone that actually heavy heavily, like more someone that actually like go to or this or, or like say um, prescribes no no what's it what's it prescribed diagnosed diagnosed with you know more serious severe um depressions we will uh, mental me mental health we will have somebody else like maybe to for, for their point of view you know what i mean because i feel like this is a topic i really want to get into like the need and greedy of because again it's something that touches my heart a little bit more and i want to express it more in a more informative way 
with somebody mm-hmm. that actually go through it. So yeah, for now this is just I'm, us testing the water with it. I think that podcast is going to be very informative and very critical when we actually do that one. Yes, we need we need a woman perspective because and, and a man. We already are the man perspective. It's more important that we have the no. woman because we can't really think about things from a woman perspective. Oh, true, true. I mean, we can have the men, but like more importantly, we need to have the woman because the woman perspective, we have no idea. So, I mean, that's true. No, what I'm saying, like, we can have like, you know, a person that's diagnosed, a male and a female, so we mm-hmm. can like, you know, get their both point of view. Because again, we men are not diagnosed; we're self-diagnosed. Yeah. But, but at the same time, since they are, and they actually do take like medications and all that for that, for those kind of situations, we can understand from their point of view how things is being handled from their side and what they have gone through and how they are, you know, going through it to like cope with it and whatnot. Are there any other like quick topics that you want to like put your words into or just give your insight on or like in regards to like mental health situations you could deal with any like advice you want to give people in these last couple of minutes that we have for the people? Um, for advice, be free. This world, the way the situation is right now in this in in the world, everything seems like you have a short life, a really short life. People are dying. The world looks like it's going on a big chaos. We don't have a good president. Um, what I'm saying is, be you and be you right now because you don't know how long you have on this world. You don't know if your life is gonna end tomorrow or the next. Just try to be you, be free, and be, but, but be you in the most safe way. Don't just try to be a while at, while at it. No, life is always gonna be hard, no matter what, but, if, but just don't let yourself make it hard on yourself because at the end of the day, care for your happiness more before others. You're here for this world, for, you're here in this world for yourself. Others come next. So always put yourself first and your happiness. Worry about other people's happiness next, but first your happiness, self-love. Love yourself first and don't hide who you have to be from others. That's all. At first I came across a bit, um egotistic and then you, you clean it up for me. I was, I was a bit confused for a second. Like, oh my goodness. This guy's <laughs> a bit crazy. But yeah, yeah. Self-love is important. You got to. Because if you can't love yourself, how will you expect to love anyone else? Oh, how will you accept yourself to take criticism? But yeah. But yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this little topic. I know it's really deep, but at the same time, we're just trying to pick our brains and do into different areas and see what we can say or how we can connect with other people. One last thing. Something that will I feel like we both, you and me, we can relate to on a very deep level. One of the best coping mechanisms in regards to these kind of things, hands down. And I know people are like, oh my gosh, they talk about this in practically every podcast. But it's the truth. Like, music helps a lot. 
Yes. And sometimes when you're in these certain kind of states of mind, let's say like you're just chilling and you listen to some music, you'll just listen to the music. It's like you just vibe into it. But like when you're in that state of mind where it's like you're really attentive to everything, you just overwhelm with stuff and the song and you're listening to the music and the lyrics will really speak to you when you're in that moment of like just endless thoughts and like overwhelming stuff. And it really helps a lot because you can, you can relate to the music and the music would just, I don't know how to put into words, but the music helps you cope with a lot of situations a lot. But I know Patman can say more about it because he's very in tune with this. <laughs> basically, so, um, basically, open your range when it comes to music, different music, anything, because at the end of the day, they speak volumes. They make you understand that you're not alone. They give you more of a um, comfort. Music sometimes make you feel like you have someone that's listening to you because, again, they replicate feelings and whatnot. So open your range when it comes to music. Don't just stay in one lane because at the end of the day, you might listen to a different music or a different tune or a different sound that can help lift you or make you think differently about things. So, yeah. Thank you, thank you. But anyways, that's it, that's it for today. Um, you have been your host, Batman and... No, before we end it, I wanted to say... Um, if you guys have any questions or like want to discuss any things or you guys need any help, like if you want to reach out to us, you guys can contact us on Twitter. Um, I, I, I'm not, I'm unsure what the at was, but like we'll link it in the podcast and then you guys can contact us. If you need some advice or like you want to talk, like just give your insight and perspective on this discussion and stuff like that and whatnot. But I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. And it's been a very intense discussion, as you were. And have a good one. Bye.